Welcome to Ozzy Osbourne Looking Back. I'm Eric Chase. Harvey Leeds worked at Ozzy's label, Epic Records. Sharon was always thinking one step ahead. What was the right thing to do to excel Ozzy Osbourne's career? Before he came over here to tour, they quickly threw him in the studio and in six weeks made the second album because once he came to America, he was going to tour nonstop. In early 1981, Ozzy Osbourne and Randy Rhodes put together the material for Diary of a Madman and recorded it. By this point, Randy and Ozzy had been working together for over a year. Nikki Six of Motley Crue could hear a change. I think the real difference in Blizzard of Oz into Diary of a Madman was Ozzy and Randy got to really know each other, and I think Randy got to feel confident enough to pull from more of his classical roots. That first album was a moment in time, but it was the time after it, I think, that led into that second record, which was brilliant. Before Diary of a Madman came out in the United States, Ozzy and band were touring around the country in support of Blizzard of Oz and playing songs from both albums. Rudy Sarzo was the bassist in that touring band and had fun with the spontaneity of it all. The only thing that was predictable about Ozzy was that it was unpredictable. You never knew what he was going to do or say or act like every single night. There was always something new on stage. That became part of, of the charm of working with, with, with Ozzy. You know, that you always learn, you always experience something new every single night. But nevertheless, he, it was spectacular. Whatever was gonna happen, it was gonna be memorable. There are plenty of stories about antics and events that occurred during this Ozzy tour, but let's just hear them play live. Sarzo played bass with guitarist Randy Rhodes in Quiet Riot and with Ozzy Osbourne. His, his love for classical music show up in his composition, especially during the uh, Diary of a Madman uh, recordings you know, and uh, you know, writing the songs. Randy's interest in classical music grew over time. You know, he never stopped being not only a teacher but a student because uh, while we were on tour, uh, especially during the Diary of a Madman tour, uh, every time we would arrive at a town that we were going to perform that evening, he would uh, take out the uh, the yellow pages and look 
uh, for a uh, local school or a local music teacher so he could learn more classical music. Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. And I was up all night with Randy. Randy was writing his own thing. And he said to me, he says, you know what? Rock and roll's not going to be the be-all end of my life. And he said, I want to get a degree in classical music. The last two years of his life had been like, whoa, you know, it'd been unbelievable for him. Ozzy and I, behaviour was really way over the top. And I think it was getting to be a bit too much for him. And you've got to remember, we were all together on one bus, and I think it was a lot for him to take in. Unfortunately, Randy never got a chance to pursue classical music further. On tour in March of 1982, the band bus broke down, and they were taking propeller plane rides to pass the time. During Randy's turn, the plane spun out of control and crashed, killing him, hairdresser Rachel Youngblood, and the pilot. He was a phenomenal guy. It was a part of my life that seemed as long as anything else, and yet it was over in a flash. I can remember the time in Randy Rhodes as much as I can remember the time in Black Sabbath. I lost a dear friend in my life. More music and information can be found at Ozzy.com. Thanks for listening.